0: Success does not mean sacrifice, but when we're talking about sacrifice, we are gonna get into health and wellness. And I know I don't talk a lot about that on my show, but I think it's really important now that we are into this holiday season, there is a lot going on in our lives, family lives, business, what we're putting in our bodies. And it's time for all of us to really understand that our health has a direct correlation to how, We operate in the world, directly tied to our family, and it's directly tied to our business. Hey there, sister. Welcome to the Social Media for Mompreneurs podcast. I'm your host, Allison Scholes, and I am on a mission to help mompreneurs like you ditch the Instagram overwhelm and take control of your time on the app and build an extraordinary brand and business but still be fully present with your family and just be crazy happy with your life. This show is filled with Instagram strategies, marketing hacks, branding, and business tips with a side of coffee and Jesus. If you're ready for some juicy content, you know what to do. Hand your kiddos those tablets, open those juice boxes, grab your coffee, whiskey, or wine, and let's dive in. Hey everyone, welcome back to the show. And I am really excited about today's conversation. I have Melissa Kohler here, and we are going to talk about success. And success does not mean sacrifice. But when we're talking about sacrifice, we are going to get into health and wellness. And I know I don't talk a lot about that on my show, but I think it's really important now that we are into this holiday season, there is a lot going on in our lives, family lives, business, what we're putting in our bodies. And it's time for all of us to really understand that our health has a direct correlation to how we operate in the world, directly tied to our family, and it's directly tied to our business. And I know that my guest, Melissa, will definitely agree with me today. So welcome to the show. And I'm so excited about our conversation today.
1: I am so excited to be here. Thank you for having me.
0: Yes, Melissa. And before we jump in, because I have a feeling that we are going to fall down a few rabbit holes today, but that's okay because that's the fun of the show. But I would love for you to introduce yourself to the audience, tell us who you are, and then give us an insight of what you do and the name of your podcast show.
1: Okay, perfect. So I'm Melissa Kohler, mom of three, been married for over 21 years. And I started my journey with business. Over 20 years ago, I love I, I love being an entrepreneur and I love helping other people build businesses. So about a little over nine years ago, I was running my professional photography business, three kids. Actually, I was pregnant with my daughter. So I had two young boys pregnant with my daughter. My husband was an airline pilot. So he was gone a lot. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking, gosh, after I have this baby, how am I going to be able to run this business? I'll I'll figure it out. It's fine. So while I was pregnant with her, I was doing my photography, but I saw a friend post online how she was, um, using essential oils with her children and how it was helping them. And I was like, does this really work? Or are you just trying to make money? And she's like, well, they work for me, but you're going to have to figure it out on your own. So I, um, long story short, I, i Purchased some essential oils, started using them on my family, thought they were like, thought the results that I got were complete flukes. But after like three wonderful um attempts at like sleep, and my boys slept, I was like, all right, there's gotta be something to this. So I dove in deeper and went down the rabbit hole. Like you said at the beginning, it's easy to go down a rabbit hole. And I didn't know what I didn't know. And once I started to Educate myself on so many, so many things. Like I'm essential oils are not the be-all end-all, but they actually opened up my eyes to so much in the health industry. And um anyway, so I now run a very successful essential oils business. And I have another business on the side helping entrepreneurs build businesses. I just I love it. So um yeah, that's me in a little nutshell. And my podcast is called The Direct Dish.
0: And I love that because you said before we hit record, my direct dish is I'm basically giving it to you like direct, like there's no fluff, you know, (laughs) it's going to be in your face and you can't run from it. Now I have a question for you because I know now you are in a better place as far as health and your family and building your business, but was there a time when your kids were young, that you were sacrificing your own health to try to get that business success. And what were you doing? What was that sacrifice?
1: Yes. I'm very passionate about talking about this. Um, because a year ago I was diagnosed with an autoimmune disease, Hashimoto's, and I had no idea prior to that, I just thought that I was getting older. You know, you're over 40, you have three kids, you're running businesses. I'm just tired. But, um, something nudged me to, to dig in deeper. And I went to the doctor and, um, now that I have the diagnosis, everything makes sense. And I can take a step back and, and, and say, you know, what, I'm not going to beat myself up about this diagnosis. But I think that a lot of the factors that I had prior to me knowing about the diagnosis were self, like I did it to myself in a way, because um, as a lot of your listeners know, when you're an entrepreneur, you are very highly driven, excited about your business. And oftentimes you can just forget to eat. You can forget to do a lot of different things because you're immersed in your business and you love it so much. and. About oh gosh, five maybe six six years ago now, I started implementing boundaries in my business. But prior to that, I didn't. I didn't mm. have a very good boundary for myself, and I think that that. Well, I know. I know that that was very unhealthy. Um, it, it it just it it was not bringing me joy in my business anymore, and um, my my life looked like. If it, now it, it looked like chaos in the middle of it, I didn't know that it was chaos. I just was surviving, but it was. It was trying to get my kids up and ready to go to school and feed them and maybe I would get a little bit to eat here and there and driving them to their activities and editing photo sessions in between, and then hopefully I'd get to bed at a decent hour in between trying to get my kids. like you know as a mom and a, and a businesswoman, it's hard to fit in a lot of the, the things if you don't have the boundaries and you don't have systems in place to organize your life. Right. So I didn't have that. And I think that I was, I was burning the candle at both ends, running on fumes. Like I'm going to use all the analogies here. It was just, I I don't want to go back to that place. I would hate to go back to that place. Um, But then once I started implementing systems and boundaries into my life, especially boundaries, I'm super passionate about that. Everything changed. But as far as my health goes, like I, I didn't, I didn't change things soon enough before my body started, you know, it just, it it is what it is now, but yeah, like it's, it's tough when you're a business owner and a mom to, um, not sacrifice yourself. And because of those things that I went through, I'm very, But very vocal about speaking about that now, especially with mom, mom, mompreneurs, entrepreneurs. What do you want to call it? Moms that run businesses, because we have to take care of ourselves. Uh, Thankfully, my diagnosis is easily managed. I can do, I can manage it. But there, like, it could be worse, right? Like, Mm -hmm. other things could have happened, and we don't want to get to that point. Plus, like, I can go on a, on another rabbit trail. Of like, <laughs> I want to show my kids what it looks like to be, a, to have a healthy business relationship with your family. Like, yes. I know I've talked to lots of women, and a lot of women will hide behind their businesses because they get that gratification and you know the notoriety from people telling them, "I love your product," "I love your service," "You changed my life." But we don't necessarily get that with being a parent. And it's easy to to gravitate towards where we're getting those like accolades versus, okay, gosh, I just can't wait for the kids to go to bed. And then I can really stay up until like one o'clock in the morning to work on my business and just so I can maybe get that comment or like, or somebody messaging me, telling me how great I did. And I think that that's a, that's a huge trap that a lot of people can fall into and that really goes into your health. Sorry, that was a very long-winded answer.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, but I think it's so relatable because in the beginning you were talking about like, you, you and that's so true when you're building a business, anybody listening, when you're working, your head is down. You're really dedicated and you're excited because you have this vision in this mission. So you're just putting your heart and soul into it. And I can totally relate because I don't know how many times if I was working and I would look up and I forgot to eat lunch. But what happens when we do that? We go downstairs and like for me, I would wake up every day and be mindful of like, today I'm going to take care of myself. I'm going to eat healthy. It's over by lunch because I didn't have, like you said, boundaries. I wasn't taking a break for myself to go eat something healthy or have that healthy lunch to fuel me to continue for the rest of the day in my business and whatever I'm doing. And I'm so glad that you brought up the word expectations or I'm sorry, boundaries and having expectations. Because I think when people think of boundaries, they think of like time blocking, right? Well, this is what time I need to stop. Can you go a little deeper and talk about how to set boundaries so we are not sacrificing our health as we build our business. Go deeper on that.
1: Yes. So um, I'll give you an example first of what my boundaries looked like. And, um, you know, they evolve as everything does. But my boundaries looked like basically work hours. So I would get into my office at 9 a.m., and then leave by four or four thirty, depending on when my kids' school got out. And then I, I and I would tell the people that either worked with me or for me, those were my hours. If you needed to communicate with me outside of those hours, I'm probably going to get back to you at um, the next business day. Now that that was one of the hardest things for me um, when I first set boundaries was turning off like like retraining myself to check my email and check my messages. Like I, you have to actually give it, if it ends up being where you have to take it off your phone, do it, um, and start to train yourself. Don't open your laptop. Don't open your phone. Once you are outside of those boundaries, because first of all, if you have customers or clients or whoever it is that contact you outside of those hours and you start and you tell people, these are my work hours, and then you start responding outside of those, you're training people that they can communicate with you at any hour. And if, if that's how you run your business, that's how you get to choose your run, to run your business. But if you want to run your business that way, totally great. But that's how I did it for seven or eight years, and it did not serve me well. I want to highly encourage anybody that's listening to that does not have a boundary or time, like let's just say work hours in place to execute those as soon as possible. They will be a lifesaver for you, a lifesaver for your family, and a lifesaver for your business because when you when you dedicate those hours, you know when you get up in the morning or even the night before when you're planning your day, the, this is how much time I have. How am I going to utilize that time to the best of my ability? And with your family, these are my work hours. They know when to expect you to be present with them, and then your customers know when they can communicate with you. And if it's outside that, great. You're showing them you're a real life human. If you don't, if you don't email them, so I had trained myself for many many years as a photographer to like respond immediately because. I thought if I didn't do that, I was going to lose that customer. And I know a lot of people feel that same way. Don't respond right away. They're going to go somewhere else. Well, Mm -hmm. if you feel that way, I'm going to, I'm going to challenge you to, to, to communicate, respond outside, like the next business day and, and see that the world does not fall apart. Like people are not going to leave. I think nowadays people respect they respect those those work hours. And if they don't then they're not the right person for you. That's that's what I had to also understand is if people were going to have a hard time with me responding to a message 8 to 12 hours later then then I don't want to work with them. Right. And that's that's okay, but I had to get to that place. So as far as setting boundaries for success to set your business and your life up for success. Um, I'm going to say, start with work hours. That's the easiest place to start. Then um, for me, what I'll, I'm, I'm giving you examples of what it looks like for me, because maybe this relates to other people. I don't check my, my, my phone does not come at the, at the dinner table. I don't check the messages um, every once in a while, if I'm cooking dinner and I see a message pop up, I'll look at it, but I don't read it. You know, I'm doing the air quotes right now. I don't read it because I want to make sure that I can go back later and respond. Um, It really, it's up to you and how you feel because everybody has different lives, right? Some of us are working full-time during the day and then we have our side hustles in the evening. Some of us are doing this full-time and want to have that, like, like those work hours. And I know a lot of people set aside The hour or two after their kids go to bed to respond to emails. So you get to decide what that looks like. And that's the beauty of being your own boss, right? Is we get to decide. So, first of all, decide what that looks like for you and then stick to it. Like, really stick to it. Promise yourself you'll stick to it. If it's going to be hard for you, get an accountability partner. If it's a friend, a spouse, whoever it is, just to say, hey, you know, this is what I said I was going to do. Will you help hold me accountable to this? Um, Most people will say yes, absolutely, because they want to see you succeed. Um, And then we're going to dive into the whole health aspect of it, right? So um, starting out with good sleep, that is like good sleep, the going to bed and waking up at if you can around the same time. And that's hard for us working moms, right? Because as soon as those kids go to bed, we're like, all right, this is me time. I get to do whatever that looks like for me. That's sitting on the couch and watching something because I don't want to <laughs> think about anything.
0: Right. Binging Yellowstone or something. <laughs> right. I love Yellowstone.
1: I can't wait to come back out. But, but if, but that's, again, you, you, You get to decide that. So if you say, once kids go to bed, I'm going to give myself that hour or two, but I want to be in bed by 11, then that's your bedtime. And you stick to that. If you have a hard time, if you, well, if you think I'm going to have a hard time sticking to a bedtime and a wake up time, set your timer. Like I live by a timer. Um, I will, uh, most of the time the night before, I'll look at my calendar and then I will set timers for about 5 minutes before whatever that event is and or 30 minutes if it's someplace I've got to drive to and I'm going to tell you it saves you it saves you. So um I guess that's the easiest place to start for boundaries cuz we could definitely go into more detail but I think those those are two big big areas that you can make a huge impact in your life by by just implementing the work hours and then sticking to them and then the um sleep and wake.
0: Yeah, I think that's great advice. And I think too, we also have to communicate that with the family. And if you have any team members and something else that I've been trying to do at night, because I offer Voxer to my clients that can get very distracting and pull you into the immediate response, right? Because We come in, you know, this is a world of immediate gratification. So what I'm doing now is I'm trying to be very good after dinner. Once we're all home and we're settled in, I'm putting my phone on do not disturb, but you can within your do not disturb, which I love this about the Apple phones is you can select certain people who can still get through to you. So like my parents or my immediate family, if there's an emergency, they can still get a hold of me, but everything else can wait till the next day. And, like you said, it really takes training for yourself, which I think is it you're always going to be training yourself because stuff just comes up. Now, my the next thing I really want to get your advice on, since we're kind of sticking with the health and wellness aspect of not sacrificing your health to grow a successful business and be successful what is your advice or maybe you can tell us like the top three things that they could focus on in their daily health? And it can be anything with like exercising, food. What do you think for someone to kind of get in control of their health? We cannot be perfect overnight. What are the top few things that you think they should start doing right away?
1: Wow, well, um. Well, the the eat the the not the eat the the wake waking up at, at the same time every morning is going to be huge. That helps with your circadian rhythm too. Um, and then um putting your eyes to the sunlight that helps mm. also with the circadian rhythm. So if you can start start there. Um, I am not a morning person, so it is very difficult for me <laughs> most mornings to get up, even if I've gone to bed at a decent hour. Um, but setting an alarm, getting up, um, looking at the sun, if you can, nice deep breaths. And then um, what I, what I've noticed is so impactful. And I know this sounds very woo woo, but I'm going to say it anyway, having a great, like a grateful mindset, even like, so taking those deep breaths and maybe saying one to three things that you're grateful for then starting your day with um, like healthy food. So as moms, a lot of times we feed everyone else except for ourselves. Mm-hmm. You have to eat. You have to eat breakfast <laughs> because if you don't, then you're gonna. Well, for me, I start to get cranky and hangry, and my blood sugar starts to go low, and then that's not that's not beneficial for me or my business because then I have to. Yeah. So having a good healthy breakfast. And you get to decide what that looks like. I mean, for our family, I, I, we're, well, most of us are gluten-free, dairy-free. And so I do a lot of eggs and some kind of a protein, chicken sausage or bacon or, you know, whatever that might be. My kids still will want to have a bowl of cereal, but I like to try to nudge in some fruit, Um, smoothie bowls, you know, Mm -hmm. acai bowls, you, whatever it is. It Just making sure that you eat something, of substance, and usually some kind of protein with it, not just carbs, protein, because that's going to help you not have that crash later. Mm-hmm. Um, and then if you can get outside, even if it's just for five minutes, there's just something about being outside in the fresh air with the sun hitting your face and you moving your body. Like it will make a huge difference in your productivity and your attitude and your health. So um, that's what I always recommend too. If you're having a midday slump or some kind of a a mood funk, just remove yourself from the situation that you're in and go take a a walk outside. I don't know, whatever your time will allow you to do, if it's around the block, if it's up and down your driveway, it doesn't matter. You're moving your body and you're getting outside. You're changing your environment. And that is huge. So, um, that's, those are places I would start. There's lots of places we can go, but start there because when you're just beginning with this, it can seem overwhelming and scary. And sometimes you want to dig your heels in and be like, I don't want, I, I know I need to change, but I don't want to make the changes. So these are really easy changes that you can make.
0: Yeah. I love that. That's great advice. And I want to go back to. Because we were actually having this discussion before we hit record. And without going deep into it, but you mentioned gluten- free and dairy free. And I think some people get triggered by that because we don't know what we don't know, right? And they go, "Ooh, that's woo-woo," or it's just trendy." But there's so much research out there that is showing the correlation of dairy and inflammation in the gut. And your gut is directly tied to your brain. So if you're listening and you can't get through your day and you have brain fog and you think you need that fourth cup of coffee, you might have to take a step back and really analyze what you are putting in your body on a daily basis, because that's something that we are now doing in our home. And it's an eye opener. So, if you really want to be successful in your business, I don't think you can if you don't have optimal body health. And that includes what you're eating. And I know some of you might be wanting to turn this show off. And oh, here she goes. Woo woo. But it's what my, like the last two years, my eyes have really just been opened to what we eat without really thinking about what we're putting in our bodies. And if you're really to turn those labels around and read the ingredients and the amount of chemicals that we're ingesting and we're allowing our kids to put that into their bodies. And we wonder why there are so many focus problems in schools or people can't focus on their businesses. They can't get over a certain hump in, in the day. And I know we're falling down a rabbit hole, but could you just maybe share why you are passionate about the gluten-free, dairy-free lifestyle and the benefits to doing that?
1: Um, I'll be honest. I was not, at first, I was not passionate about it because I love bread and mm-hmm. I, I don't love cheese. I don't love milk, but I do like some grass-fed butter every once in a while. And um when I got diagnosed with Hashimoto's, my doctor was letting me know that um she did a whole giant blood panel on me. So um if you are if you're wondering if there might be something going on, dig deeper with it. like ask, ask for the tests, ask for the tests. So um I my body actually reacts to gluten and dairy. I can have rice, I can have eggs, but a lot of people cannot. But as I started researching more, when I, when I had to learn how to be gluten and dairy-free, you start to understand that those are markers in your body that produce inflammation. So dairy and and gluten here in the United States is not the same as it is in Europe because we have so, we've processed our wheat so much here. It's ridiculous, ridiculous. But what it can do is create holes in your gut. And your gut is the only barrier between you and your immune system. So if there are holes in it, I mean, there are lots of things could happen, but you may notice that you're not feeling great and you might be getting sick a little bit more. Um, if you do some research, you will know that your gut is your second brain. And if you can start taking digestive enzymes, um, the probiotics, prebiotics, things like that are going to make a huge difference in how your body processes the foods. But if you start, and and here's the thing, like gluten and dairy-free, like you said, it can trigger a lot of people because it is, I hate, like somebody said, oh yeah, it's a hot word right now. No, it's not. It's just become way more um, researched and talked about. And people are finally paying attention to the fact that I mean, I'm going to start to go on a little tangent here, but the, like <laughs> forever ago, the, like the milk companies used to tell us like you got to drink your glasses of milk and you have like, if you don't, then you're going to have brittle bones and mm-hmm. things like that. But what you're not understanding is you can get calcium from lots of the other aspects of, of our food chain here. Like it is, it doesn't have to be that. And uh, I mean, do, do your own research and find out your own facts but it's there it is there um, and gluten there's a lot of amazing options now and there didn't used to be but there's a lot of amazing options now that are really really tasty like for me my one of my favorite foods is pizza and I'm not gonna lie to you like it was a little it was very very sad for me when I learned that I could not have gluten anymore and there's a lot of yucky, um, gluten-free pizzas, and there's some that are decent. Um, you can also make your own dough. But at the end of the day, there's a lot of things that I' just don't I just don't eat anymore because I don't care for the alternatives. And um, you just have to get to that mindset of, I know somebody said this to me, and I just recorded a podcast about this, but it's it you can ha- do any diet, and I'm doing air quotes for those of you that can't see me. You can do any diet if you know that it's going to positively impact your health, a lot of people won't stick to diets when they're trying to lose weight. But if they Mm -hmm. know that it's going to impact their health, it's a a totally different mindset. So yeah, gluten and dairy, I mean, (laughs) you said we could go- Uh, Yeah, I would say it could be a whole other episode.
0: But going back to understanding- (laughs) It's almost like the mindset of if you change your health it can impact your business. Oh, huge, tremendously. Tremendously. Huge. So and I think that's what we're trying to get across is yes. you have control over your health. You don't have to sacrifice it. There are so many resources, so many ways and I'm sure that's another rabbit hole that Melissa can go down like the whole like meal prepping and all of that. Like there's so many easy things that you can do. So you can grab out of the fridge or you can make it really quick for lunch. Like when we get off of this podcast episode, I'm going to go have to make myself a (laughs) lunch. I'm not going to skip over it and then be hangry for the rest of the day. And you know, the rest of the day is shot. (laughs) Now I do have one last question for you. What is something that you wish you would have known sooner when you started your business? Oh I got you thinking goodness. on this
1: one. <laughs> you sure did. Cause there's, I have a, I have like a few different things. First of all, you don't have to do it all. Um. I think we tend to think that as business owners and moms, we should be able to do it all. And you have to take that word should out because everybody's life looks different and everybody's business looks different. So giving yourself that grace that, you know what, there are going to be some days where maybe my, I'm not going to put in the amount of hours that I normally would for my business because my family is taking, needs me a little bit more more than they normally do, or vice versa. Like my family may not get a hundred percent of me because there's a project or something else that needs to be done. And I feel like, at least for me, it felt like society or social media was telling me that I had to be a certain way and look a certain way. And if I wasn't a hundred percent all in for my business or a hundred percent all in for my family, then I wasn't doing it right. And that was a big fat lie. Um, that's why putting up those boundaries in place is going to save you for your personal and your business. It will, it will save you. So I wish that somebody would have told me about boundaries, that they weren't this like confined little box that they could look so much different than what I had thought they looked like and giving me examples of what that looked like. Because had I known what boundaries looked like way back on the day, probably would have had work hours. I probably would have stuck to them. I want, maybe I would have, I would have told myself that no one's going to die if I don't respond to their email right away. The grace and boundaries are two, the two things that I wish that I would have known years and years and years and years ago.
0: I love that. That is excellent advice. And I hope that our audience today on top of our little mini rabbit holes that we fell down into that grace and boundaries. That is what is going to help you not only build your business, but that way you don't sacrifice your health and your family and like your mind. (laughs) That's another one too. So yes, yes, I appreciate you coming on the show today. I think this was a lot of fun. Who knows? We'll probably have you back on. There was some rabbit holes that we can maybe go deeper on another level so we can be our healthiest versions of us so we can build our businesses. So I know the audience is going to want to check out your work. I know your essential oils. I was checking out some of your stuff earlier. So let us know where we can connect with you online.
1: So you can find me on my website, net, and over on my Instagram, mkohler. I just had to switch it over. That's a whole nother conversation, but I just switched <laughs> like moved over my Instagram. I had like 20,000 followers on my old one and moved to a different one because the algorithm just wasn't showing me to anybody. So if you if you come to my Instagram and you like, it's just, it's new. So come say hi.
0: Perfect. I will make sure that all of your information is in the show notes. And this was a lot of fun. And I hope you come back soon.
1: Thank you so much for having me.